Hey everybody, welcome to Dick Talk, the podcast in which we read and rate snuff. Stop laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome to Dick Talk, the podcast in which we read and rate smut books recommended to us by TikTok. I'm Karina. I'm Katie. I'm Emily. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) This week we read Not My Type by Evie Mitchell. Not My Type, spelled K-N-O-T, is the first book in the All Access series by Evie Mitchell, in which we meet Frankie, a wheelchair-using sexologist who runs a podcast called the All Access Podcast. It is a sex podcast about breaking barriers and crushing stigmas. A lovely listener of hers writes in and asks for advice for accessible rope play, which she knows nothing about. And conveniently, in her neighborhood, somebody she graduated from high school with named Jay Wood is a rigger specializing in accessibility. It's like, what a niche. Happens yeah. Happens to be right next door. Yeah. In this <laughs> Sorry, small... On. Anyway. Capricorn coat. Okay, oh. Frankie and Jay meet up at a little local coffee shop and hit it off immediately. However, Jay views himself as a hit it and quit it kind of guy. Can he overcome this perception of himself in order to have something real with sexologist Frankie? Find out in Not My Type. I just called it smallest world ever. (laughs) Fair enough. I said uh, two out of five, which coincidentally are the odds of all these people being in the same town, (laughs) in the same neighborhood. Somehow they're all business owners. They all have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Just major fucking. Anyway. All went to the same high school. They all <laughs> have never heard of Google. <laughs> all right. I rated it the unfilmed story in Love Actually. Yeah. So we should warn you if this book sounds like something you want to read, please be warned that our podcast is full of spoilers. If you're reading along with us, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at dicktalkthepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram or TikTok at dicktalkpod, D-I-K-T-O-K-P-O-D. So I think my first impression of this book was that I was vaguely disappointed that it was not in the Omegaverse. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just kept being disappointed by the book. (laughs) No, just like with a title like that. Come on. This whole, like, shoehorn plot with, like, his his ex-lover his, telling him he's a, a fuckboy. A major podcast. And then the next one, too. Like, I'm like, who says that? Are there multiple people who just tell people they're just fuckboys? Like. What do you mean the next one? Well, because he said that the next lover said the same thing. Oh, really? Yeah. What a weird thing to get a complex over. <laughs> Especially, like, if you're that young, it would just be like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I, it just seems like a very I guess I'm in my reaction. 20s. Like, is that not <laughs> right. a surprise? Jay is a overflowing bucket t-shirt cannon full of red flags. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> You're going to be trouble, Dr. Kenton. Which, like, I fucking hate it when men in books say, like, you're going to be trouble, blank. Because it's always the men that are, like, assigning trouble to much. her and blaming her for tempting them. And it's just that, like, red yes. flag gaslighty type of mentality that's just, like, bleh, puke. Yeah immediate no immediately no yeah i I had a similar note another thing jay said after he kissed her after the not date 
and yeah. she she asks like why did you do that and he says because i couldn't stop myself you're making me break all my rules right. frankie and it's fucking annoying like my note at that highlight yourself. was like right. run okay yeah. run, don't talk frankie. to me again yeah. yeah yeah because i'm getting a general vibe about how he felt about this book did anyone have any lines uh we're gonna call them break lines lines that several. made you either take a break yeah. or maybe rage quit yeah, anyone want to share yeah I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll dive in go for it page 40 the unironic use of you go girl <laughs> <laughs> that uh that was the time i had to put put the book down for the day for me it happens on page 42 when we discover her full name is francis ursula charles kenton meaning her initials are f-u-c-k yeah Doctor Fuck. What? And they don't they don't say anything about it until like the end of the book where they make a slight joke about it. But mm-hmm. they just what? It did slip past me the first time. It wasn't until they hit me I on the nose with it oh at the end god. that I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. No, I immediately I was like, I oh come on. <laughs> Francine Ursula Charles <laughs> I have more. No, go ahead. I have more too. I don't know the page, but when they decide to just like friend date. And they call it freighting. Uh, freighting. Freighting. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, like, can they not just do friends with benefits? Like, adults? No, because they're not having sex. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. They're asexually, romantically involved. So they're friends. The, they're, they're So they're friends. They're codependent friends. Like... I don't fucking know. I don't know. He says, at one point, I'm going to friend date the shiz out of you. S H I Z Z. Uh, yeah that one was rough i've also got several highlights of how they speak out loud to themselves when they're the only person in the room oh god so for example jay after he's texting with frankie he says out loud to himself this is the most interest you've shown in months i reminded myself playing devil's advocate how about you savor this we both know this is it isn't gonna last yeah, I, I, I talk out loud to myself like that all the time. Full paragraphs. Full paragraphs. A soliloquy in my living room. Yeah, it should have just been like italicized Fuck. internal thoughts. Exactly. Like he says to himself, Fuck it, I'm willing to roll the dice. I hate it so much. <laughs> Has this author ever had a conversation with a human being? Or is it one of those things where they try to program a bot to write dialogue? <laughs> and that's why this is happening. Yeah, the dialogue was awkward. Very rough. Yeah. So I had this idea of a conversation in their first date. Emily, if you and I could do the dialogue together and see if we could make it sound remotely believable. Sure, sure. And Katie, if you need to leave the room, (laughs) perfectly acceptable. I won't be doing it. Should I read the like stage accents or stage directions? (laughs) Sure. Not like that. I threw my wadded up napkin at him. Well, maybe like that. But I mean joyful play. Oh, I know exactly what joyful play is. He wiggled his eyebrows suggestively. I'm pretty sure I heard it from you last. I'm serious. I interrupted him, blushing furiously. Adults forget to fuel their inner child. And those who had childhood experiences taken away, the kids who grew up far too fast, they deserve it more than most. Play is, and should always be considered, a birthright. Just as breathing and living and existing in happiness should be a birthright. I reached across the table, tangling my fingers with his. I'm really glad you're nourishing your inner child. 
Well, shit. He huffed out a laugh, his fingers clenching around mine. Here I was thinking a grown man playing with toys is pretty sad. Never. I gave his hand one final squeeze and then sat back, lifting my coffee cup to my lips, giving him a teasing wink. Besides, we all like toys. And what toys do you happen to have, Miss Frankie? His grin was pure mischief. Okay, read out loud, it's a little bit better. Yeah. I think you stopped before it got bad. All right, let's keep going then. I'm not sure what it was, but I decided to tease him a little. I lifted one shoulder in a half shrug. If this were a date, I might have invited you back to look in my toy drawer. Jay fell back in his seat, his hands pressed to his chest. Jesus, low blow, Frankie. I smirked over the rim of my mug. You walked right into that one. I did, and I'm regretting my no-date policy. Okay, hang on. Let's do it without the stage directions. I think that's giving it too much help. Okay. So start start <laughs> with the what toys do you happen to have and just go. Okay. <laughs> if this were a date, I might have invited you back to look in my toy drawer. Jesus, low blow, Frankie. You walked right into that one. I did, and I'm regretting my no-date policy. About that, why don't you date? Or is it just a thing you say to women you're not interested in? I'd just like the record to show that I am extremely interested in you, and if you'd given me even a hint that you're the kind of woman who'd be open to a friends with benefits situation, then this would be a very different kind of date. How do you know I'm not? Am I wrong? No. She flew down in a bubble, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to tell me. Okay. (laughs) All right. No, and I hate that you knew it. Frankie? Oh, that wasn't my line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. Third party intervenes in this conversation. Okay, so it's still awkward. Yeah, it's just But it's not worse than some plays. Right. (laughs) Right? Like, I've seen worse dialogue than this. But man, it's, it was awkward just reading it. Maybe we're too talented and we That's gave it, it too much life. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, can you say she sells seashells by the seashore for me? No. <laughs> I thought that this author kept including like exposition details multiple times. Like in the beginning when Frankie's with her friends around the fire and they're talking about Jay they like bring up the fact that like Jay was in foster care and he was adopted by his foster parents. And then later when she's like on a date with Jay and he's telling her, like she's like learning again for the first time that he was a foster kid and being like, Oh, okay. Wow. And it's like, she already knew that it's one thing for her to not reveal that she knows it because you know, she doesn't want to admit that she's been like gossiping about him or whatever. Right. And she's pretending like she's learning it for the first time, but like, she's really acting like she's learning it for the first time. And I'm like, we don't need to cover this again. In the midst of, I think, that same conversation where uh, they're like, what's BDSM? And then the next person is like, what's a rigor? And I'm like, do we not have enough context clues to figure out what a fucking rigor is? Yep, we do. I don't know much about rope play, and I figured it out. Yeah. Rope play, Flo asked, her finger scratching Ace's head. What does that mean? And And also all of the consternation about that text message. Because she's, like, talking to her friend, and she's like, what am I supposed to do? Just be like, hey, I want to hear about you being a rigger. And then she texts him, and she's like, hey, I have questions about you being a rigger. And then they sit down for coffee, and she's like, I guess you're probably wondering why I texted exactly. you. Exactly. And I'm like, like we no. all know. <laughs> and exactly. literally, I think this entire town knows at this point. So, like, when Frankie's getting coffee with Jay, 
so she's like, oh, I'm here to talk to you about accessible rope play. And then he says, I can answer all those questions, but you might find it more useful to attend one of my classes. I was and like, what says, a fucking sleaze class- bag. Well, but then so she says classes. And then he goes, I run an accessible bondage class at the A-list once a month. And then she goes, that's the kink club, right? And it's like, you had a full conversation with your friends about this kink club. Like, you <laughs> know exactly what it is. You know he runs it. So is she just playing dumb? Because if so, tell us that otherwise yeah otherwise it just makes otherwise it i think like you're dumb she doesn't pay attention <laughs> yeah. to the world and it's just, it is super remiss in her whole career to not be at all familiar with mm-hmm. the accessible kink club mm-hmm. that is also run by disabled people like, yeah she should be super involved there yeah does not make sense that she is not what a niche for capricorn cove <laughs> little old town a capricorn cove the amount of times Frankie's like, I'm a sexologist. I know. People usually picture Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> like, Frankie, have you ever heard of a sexologist? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. No, I picture, like, Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter. <laughs> like, sexologists are weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're not sex workers. Exactly. They're sex researchers. Yeah, I didn't think that there was enough descriptions of the type of sex that makes that should make this book interesting. Hmm. like different considerations for a disability not enough fucking kink i didn't find the sex to be particularly descriptive like i was really hoping for something kind of different in this book and it didn't it didn't exactly deliver on that honestly one of my biggest problems with jay was just the fact that they went to high school together in this small town right how the fuck did they not know each other like she didn't even know who he was like right no and how do they not already run in the same circles if she's a sexologist and he runs a sex club in how the small town? How has she never been to the Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm... Yeah. And, and she has failure like... failure of research. No idea about bondage. And I was like, there's no option except for like to find... And I was like, have you heard of Google? Like you can't... Yeah. yeah. Have you heard Google of FetLife? Probably not, but you could Google right. it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and the, the fact that she's never been to the one sex kink club in town <laughs> small neighborhood it just did not compute right and the accessibility aspect of this i thought was pretty minor specifically for bondage we got z- zero almost zero of description up like there was one point that he's like and i untied her and i was like like what they, they just made some considerations about like okay ask your partner like where they have sensation like what they need to consider about like dispersing weight and things like that okay but I feel like that's not that different from regular Shibari. The thing <laughs> that I kept worrying about secondhandedly through this book is like if someone starts losing circulation, they start like wiggling like there. Sure. And, and that, that's a super dangerous situation mm. uh, right. in rope play. Like, oh, you have to get them untied really fast. So if someone doesn't have feeling in the lower half of their body, how do they how do you know by extension if you're cutting off circulation? And like there has to be considerations for that and ways to look out for that. But apparently in this accessibility focused rigging class is not mentioned. Well and then the fact that like immediately it turned into not a demonstration yeah. for the class. Like he didn't Although give we've any- all been to that class. Was- sure. But like he just like didn't give any direction to the class. It was just yeah. like I'm just gonna tie you up now and it was like but I don't know of a single knot that was tied in this entire book. Like, (laughs) it would have been easy enough to do descriptions of knots without knowing the names. Like, I'm not going to fault. Sure. But, like, I don't know anything. Well, in her her author's foreword, she did a lot of research, apparently. She's got this whole terminology note in the beginning that just seems very unnecessary. It's like, I'm really not that pressed about it, but okay. Um, (laughs) 
I uh, yes, I skipped that. She's like, okay, content warning. I understand, right? But then she's like really talking about how she like is using the term. Uh, I acknowledge the term shibari is the general term Japanese meaning to tie. There's a correct term. I did this research. Um, and here's where I got lost. Uh, the terms I use in the book are those taught to me by experienced riggers from Australia, the United States, and formerly Japan. I'm guessing the person was formerly oh, from okay. Japan. Right. <laughs> a place that was like formerly known as Japan. Oh, shit. Right. I was like, what did I What miss? happened? But so like that mentioning of Australia made me think that maybe she was Australian. But then as I was reading it, I was, it like read as the United States. But then at the end, it said like Capricorn, like whatever, oh New York, Capricorn Cove, Australia. <laughs> and I thought it was Capricorn Cove. Oh Capricorn Cove. Oh, I have Australia. Capricorn yeah. Cove. And I was like, oh, this is supposed to be in Australia. It's not. <laughs> it's. I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is. But I was just trying to justify why I thought it was. <laughs> also. Capricorn Cove just seems like an Australian name for something. They're just just because it's like bad? That. Because it's bad? It is bad. <laughs> also, everyone in the town saying, like, is this the man of the hour? <laughs> like, stop. What? <laughs> Who says that? Why are multiple people saying James, that? Like, I just saw you at the hardware store yesterday, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> We're all hanging out of wrens. Come on. What do we call people from Capricorn Cove? Covers? We better not call them anything having to do with Capricorn because that is an insult to me and my people. Can we talk about the old couple at the kink club? I'm kind of into them. I was so annoyed. Oh, I did they say oh. we don't bite unless you no. want us to? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> off, Probably off camera. Yeah. I just like if they kept interrupting class and being like, oh, yeah, let's move on. And like being really. I would say disrespectful to other people there doing scenes by like being so loud, yeah, and super loud. And, like, <laughs> I just was like, that's maybe funny once in a while, but like every single time, it's like yeah. you're ruining everyone else's experience. Can I complain Please. about something minor that deeply <laughs> bothered me? Oh yeah, of the course. pettier the better. Okay, his dinosaurs. What? <laughs> and his house in general. What is happening there? Like, I don't. Especially because the minute that she can't get into the bathroom, he like immediately undertakes heavy construction. And I'm like, if you have these skills, like, what are you doing? And I get that he's deeply depressed in the beginning, but like, what's what? And she's clearly like embarrassed about the fact that she has to go to the bathroom. And so like, let's call all the attention. Right. Let's start (laughs) knocking down the bathroom and what? Pretend like it's because you just decided to (laughs) like, buddy. Also, what if there's asbestos in those walls? Right. (laughs) Okay, so the di- so what's the deal with this house, right? So uh, that's, some woman... That's a fixer-upper. It was an old guy, I think. Okay, and they're just like metal sculptures or like... Never described. Okay, I'm picturing like the one out of the Boulevard Vet, like that kind okay. of weird That's probably way piece. cooler than it actually okay. is. <laughs> probably inflatable dinosaurs. No. <laughs> <laughs> so he says to her, of course not, Frankie. They're triceratops. You don't name them. Which apparently is funny. Like, that's supposed to be a joke. Which my immediate reaction was, that's not funny. But then it occurs to me, the best dinosaur name in the history of dinosaurs was for a triceratops. If you recall, in the land before time, it was Sarah Tops, and her father was Daddy Tops. Which, if you are writing a smut smut book, you better fucking know about Daddy Tops. And then he says it later. And I was like, so you did know about Daddy Tops, and you just decided to be disrespectful. 
And it's never covered because like, like, did she name him Daddy Top? Like, it's just never covered again. And I was like, so you just had this knowledge. <laughs> like, I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I'm so delighted by your anger over this. Is that where you rage quit? <laughs> yeah, we'll hear some of your rage quit points. Because I have another one lined up. <laughs> if you don't. This one I commented cowboy dragon much. Oh, oh. you're a good woman, Frankie. No. <laughs> I had that highlighted, too. And so along those lines, when Frankie's talking to her friend Annie, and Annie says, you're only meeting him to get the hookup on actual dateable guys who like to do naughty things in the bedroom, and they're friends. Please find dates for us all. All our vaginas are in need of fun times. And my note is, like, has this author ever spoken to a human? <laughs> An adult woman human. Our vaginas are in need of fun times. Also, you're a good woman, Can Frankie. we discuss how frequently they talked about how they met? Which was in the bathroom with some variant of food poisoning. Right. I was like, why do you keep bringing that up? That's another thing that they keep bringing up. And and like the fact that Jay got dumped by his cougar and then traveled the world. Like they kept saying that like it was brand new information. And I was like, we know. (laughs) Just free us. (laughs) (laughs) Also, can we talk about the very beginning when Annie is at the, they're at the potluck situation. And then Lincoln, who I'm assuming we'll find out more later because he's like, very specifically mentioned, mm-hmm. but then not followed up on because so I guess he and Annie used to date and then they're like, get over it, Annie. That was like in high school. So she's like uh, still upset about this breakup to the point where she can't be at the same party with him in the same friend group. And it was like how many years ago? Because these people are like 30, right? I mean, Frankie has a PhD. Yeah. yeah. You don't just get that. Yeah. And these well, you're in your are, 30s probably. Are significantly removed from high school. Yeah. So it's like Annie, girl get over bestie like let's move on (laughs) (laughs) i'm guessing she's gonna get back together with lincoln yeah i'm sure it's a whole sure why not have it be a more recent breakup yeah like did it have to be in high school that's just embarrassing so lincoln's brother was also named after a dead president theodore theodore and lincoln twins that they named after (laughs) presidents who the fuck does that white people <laughs> all right oh my God. i had a, a thought on the friend group is it tokenism that they each have their own like highlighted disability right i was like how and i know it's because i'm assuming they're each gonna have their own book and right. it's all out yeah yeah like yeah. i understand that it's a plot point but i was also like god what are the odds yeah maybe that's how they i mean right well, no, like, because I, I in the bathroom like, with food poisoning that's how they damn it friends. just tell every why wouldn't you just say we met in school right or yeah. like we met in some sort of like support group for disability like that right. would make more that sense. would actually that's be what better I would, right that because like make statistically sense. the odds of them all being friends like that like well this ha- is a, a magical seaside town then, where everybody is an independent business how owner are they all business owners has a <laughs> podcast a nationally recognized major yeah. podcast right and all these young single people just happen to stay in so, their hometown uh, this is silly of us because here we are on our podcast but who in this fictional world does not have a famous podcast like jay <laughs> this poor sap is surrounded yeah. everybody who's in his life his mom his, his mom stepmother is, yeah or, yeah you're his right. ex his stepmom his is ex his new girlfriend famous podcaster his ex has a super famous one new girlfriend like which why wasn't the mom at the pot at the potty right. award? she should have been I hated that title at the potties. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to go potty. No. Exactly what it was like. I never thought that. <laughs> I could not stop thinking it. <laughs> Doesn't one of her friends have one too? Or no? We'll let's just, let's just say book. that because 
Why not? Everyone else does. Because one of them has like the scent line. One has the toilet paper thing. When they papered his house. Yeah. That was, that was actually kind of funny. funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then the conversation that they had after that, I was like, well, just paper his house and leave. That's what I would have done if I yeah. were a friend. That wasn't convenient for the plot, though. Also, things I hated. <laughs> okay. The putting your fingers in the shape of a rectangle and taking uh, a pic, a uh, mental picture. Yeah, no. Uh, it happens multiple twice. times. I was like, is this MySpace? <laughs> yeah. I hated it. Yeah. Okay, all of this being said, I do want to mention that I did like Frankie as a character. Yeah. Okay. She <laughs> has some issues of her own. Like, she disrespects some boundaries a couple times, but... For the most part. Do you want to expand on that? But I thought the sex was kind of hot, too, when they, like, actually were having sex. It wasn't kinky, though. No. Definitely not. It's false advertising. I did think it was, like, a bit off-putting that they were in the midst of recording the podcast. Oh, yeah? He brings the microphone into the bedroom. They don't talk about it. They just record their sexy times and then she's also like cutting back she says later she's like yeah we had to cut pretty much that whole episode which i was like i was really torn yeah because it's like but also it's kind of hot yeah but also like but then they didn't make anything of it no in terms of it being hot but then also like you got some premium content i had a little patreon subscribers (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah this is a sexology podcast right go on (laughs) oh there's i mean there's got to be some good content in there right yeah Oh, but also, this is where Frankie is kind of disrespecting Jay's boundaries because he's pretty clear. Even if we, the audience, think like, oh, no, man, like, why do you not want to have sex? But he's clear about it. He mm-hmm. does not want to have sex. And she seduces him anyway. Well, he's the one that said to move to the bedroom and brought the microphone, right? It, he was like, oh, Frankie, go to the bed. Yeah. But I think to show her things, not necessarily to have sex with her. I don't know. Yeah. I'll Unclear. Never know. I mean, she should have stopped and been like, hey, but for real, for real? Yeah. 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 So what are the chances that uh, at this podcast festival, they just happen to be seated at the same dinner table as his ex? She requested it, right? Oh, I thought it was because they were in the same category. I think they said something about the she ex requested, requested mm-hmm. it. But the ex didn't know Frankie was dating. No, but like she day. wanted to sit next to Frankie. It was just a coincidence. Because it wasn't, she was like presenting something with Frankie later. No, that was an accident because oh. the actual person who was supposed to help her present it, her flight was late or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just another coincidence. So the book was pages from being done, but I still almost rage quit <laughs> after he proposed immediately after reading the letter from his ex. Like, what, what, what kind of emotional state are you in? Well, and they'd only been together how long at this point? Like six months. I mean, he's not going to find anybody else. (laughs) My last note was, oh, he wasn't a toxic dom. He was just a toxic dude. (laughs) Yeah. He just needs a good bout of therapy. Yeah, no shit. And by bout, I mean like year or two. Years, couple years. I wanted to like this. Yeah. A lot more than I did. I think we just end there with that deep sigh. Next week, we're reading Sugar Daddies by Jade West. 
TikTok stars Karina McGeehan, Emily Shirley, and Katie Jeffries. It is edited by Karina McGeehan, produced by Derek Adams, recorded at Shadow Public Radio, and our production manager is Jonathan Sparks. <laughs>